You're listening to the Beyond the Profi podcast, where we help you out of career burnout so that you can reclaim your personal freedom while pursuing your passion. I'm your host, Jasmine Haley, entrepreneur, influencer, and educator that will help empower you with our interviews, strategies, and straight talks. If you're ready to push past your comfort zone to your greatness, you have found the right podcast. Stay tuned and listen in. This Beyond the Profi episode is partly sponsored by Young Dental Innovations. Hey, this is your host, Jasmine Haley. We're here for another episode at the Beyond the Profi podcast. And we're at the Hinman. I have a guest here. Um, We have been social media friends for some time. It's so weird when you meet people for the first time. (laughs) I know I certainly feel a little weird because I'm awkward just in general. (laughs) But um, our guest today is Debbie Seidel-Bitke. She's the founder and CEO of Dental Practice Solutions. She's a hygiene profitability coach, speaker, and I'm very grateful to have her on my show. Thank you for coming on. Well, Jasmine, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. It is a pleasure to meet you and you have the most beautiful smile as I was saying earlier before we went live. Oh thank you I appreciate it. Yeah it's been great to be with one of my colleagues another dental hygienist. Absolutely and you're all the way in Oregon. I am. So far away from me. (laughs) But I'm always on the east coast and I think we'll probably try to connect more often. This is it's just the weirdest thing that most of the majority of our clients are on the east coast so I hope to see you more. Please come to Baltimore. I take you for some crab cakes. Yes, I'm going to. Well, I hope so. I'm going to be back in May in your area, okay. in your area. Okay, so good. that sounds like a plan. All right, perfect. <laughs> See, this is a great thing. You know, even though you, if I'm introverted, believe it or not, you're introverted. I am com- a complete introvert. I'm, I'm not. I have mm. to push myself. Wow. Like to do the speaking. My, I'm motivated by my passion and my need for change. Yes. But I would prefer to be on my own. Oh, we're like, well, we're like the yin and the yang because I drive energy from being around people. Wow. I couldn't wait to meet you. (laughs) You know what? I feel the same way, but still, when I saw you walk up, I have to be honest. Like, I was like a pit in my stomach a little bit. Wow. Like, oh my gosh, there she is. There she is. Oh, my goodness. So that is something that it's gotten better. Uh Uh-huh. But I still feel like I actually had to talk to myself before I walked in here. My goodness gracious. Believe it or not. Yeah. I was born this way. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And we love it. We love it. Thank you. So we want to talk about today case acceptance because as an educator and as a fairly recent graduate, no, I really wasn't that close. (laughs) <laughs> it seems like yesterday, though, right? Yeah, yes, does, I understand. Does. But, you know, we're, we're not prepared. We're not prepared to handle understanding some of the complexities that, that our patients are facing. And then our uh, practice owners, the dentists, are expecting conversions, you know, and case acceptance. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? What's wrong? I'm not doing everything. I thought I'm doing everything they taught me at school. Yes. And it's not working. So what do you find is the hardest hurdle for most dental providers in understanding case acceptance? So, Jasmine, I totally understand and can relate to what you were saying. I mean, nobody teaches dental hygienists how to get the patients to own their disease and 
to, you know, all we know is that we're educators, like you said, and that we want to show them and tell them what's going on in their mouth. And what really flipped the switch for me is how to get our patients to own their disease. And so I have created a step-by-step process for hygienists, things that they can say that are at their patient's level, that their patients understand in the different personalities of our patients so that they own their disease and they want what they need. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we talk about often in school, one of the classes that I taught for seven years was dental public health. Yes. And love that course. And we go over um, just some of the thinking in order to create a behavioral change yeah. for the patient. We don't, but yet, we know this information, right? We know what they need, but we tend to forget that people have to go through a process. Yes. In order to accept any anything. Yes. Whether it is to buy a new pair of red pumps. <laughs> <laughs> Or to make a, a behavior change for themselves as far as getting more healthy, eating healthy, you know. So what would you what would you say is like one one quick tip that you would give for those who, who tend to be struggling with that? Like what what should they be considering? So I think it, one of the most important things is to speak in language that they understand. That's very fundamental. So yesterday I was with an office, and they have a young dentist associate. He just graduated less than two years ago. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying probe, and he kept saying periodontal in front of the patient. Yeah. And I, I thought, oh, it's so great. I loved hearing that he was a young dentist, and he was concerned about the patient's gum health. Yes. So later we had our team meeting, and we actually listed out the words that I heard the team saying. And then on the other side, we listed out the words that our patients understand. So change that word from probe. Because we only probe aliens, not people. <laughs> That's for, a good one. That's thanks good for one. laughing at my joke, Jasmine. <laughs> it helps oh them to remember goodness. not to say probe anymore. Yes. We're going to take a measurement with a ruler to check the health of their gums. And we're, if we just, and we teach them what to listen for, and we show them what we see in their mouth. We don't find things, we see things, and we want to show our patient. And I'm going a little bit further in my answer, but we want to, we basically want to show them because seeing is believing, and it's a thousand words when they see a picture of what's happening in their mouth. We don't really need to say much when we, Tell them what we're going to be looking at in their mouth and show them what we see. Let the patient see and let them think about, do they want this to be bleeding? Do they want these brown teeth? Do they want this bridge of black stuff on their teeth? Let them see it and tell you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, As you were talking, it just made me think about, you know, my heart is towards public health. Yes. And one of the things I talk about when I'm speaking on HIV or substance use disorder is meeting people where they are. Oh, good point. Because everything that's come out from CDC or NIH or any of those people that deal with some of the epidemics that we're facing, one of the key things that they point out is meeting people where they are. And we Hmm. can't create the behavioral change. We can't... uh, 
figure out what they need and what's best for them mm -hmm. to get them to a place of health mm -hmm. unless we fully understand what led them to being there. Mm -hmm. And immediately I thought of that. It's so very similar Absolutely. even when you're looking in a private practice setting. And, you know, you know our patients unfortunately don't come to a dental office excited to be there. The majority of them don't. I know you and I probably get excited coming as a only, patient. Only for a patient. Hygienist. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, I don't have to sit in the dentist chair, but I love getting my teeth clean. And not, yeah. but, and, and it's more, and by the way, it's more than a cleaning that my dental hygienist does, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's what we're teaching. That, that our patients understand it's more than just a cleaning. Yeah. Beyond the profi. Yes. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love that. I like that. <laughs> little plug for you, Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Debbie. You're welcome. Um, so tell me, what, what's your why? Why did you, why oh. did you focus on this, this aspect of, of dentistry? Oh, it's, you know, 20 years ago is when I decided to start my business. And at that point in time, I didn't really have a why. I just knew I was an educator as well. I was a dental hygiene program director, and I was at USC, uh, clinical assistant professor there, and I also taught the dental students as well. And I just knew that I wanted to share my message with the masses. And what happened was I started speaking at dental conferences, and I didn't have my why, but I do now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... What happened was my mother was cheering me on, but while I was getting ready to go to Canada, my first real professional speaking engagement where I got paid and they you know, flew me on a plane to Smithers, Canada, <laughs> the, by the way, which, um, she, uh, anyways, they, there's a famous actress and her, mind, her name just slipped my mind, but uh, Pamela Anderson is from there. That's, okay. And I found that out when I went to Smithers, Canada. It was really fun. But my mom had a hemorrhagic stroke right wow. when I was getting to go to that. Wow. And so just before that, I had seen her as a hygiene, my hygiene patient, and she had an abscess, too. Let me take you back two years. She had her mitral valve replaced and hadn't seen me, her hygienist, for two years because she just had such a terrible recovery from her mitral valve replacement. And wow. now that I saw her on num number 19, the lower left molar, she, I was doing my comprehensive periodontal evaluation, my mm -hmm. gum assessment, as I tell the hygienist to say, mm -hmm. and she had 8 and 7 millimeter pocket depths. And when we took a PA of that area, she had an endo, a perioendo abscess, and the tooth was extracted. Wow. Now, 20 years ago, not being in the best of health, she decided to choose a bridge for that area. But she had the bridge, repla the placement of the bridge, and then that weekend was in the hospital. And it was about the time I was going to Smithers, Canada, to wow. speak. Wow. And she was laying there in intensive care telling me, go, you got to go. Don't stay with me. Go, go. So I went to Canada, and I came back, and my sister and brother, who were out of state, we lived in Southern California, except for my sister and brother, flew in. And we had to make the decision. By the time I got back from Smithers, she had declined, and she actually ended up dying from, they told us, endocarditis. Imagine oh. that. My goodness. And, you know, I feel like I have a very big why I do what I do now. And I love the opportunity. I feel so blessed that I get to speak at dental conferences such as where we are today. Hidman, CDA, you yes. know, British Columbia, all over. I've had this blessing 
yes. of speaking to people all over the world. I mean, Brazil, Cyprus, Australia, mm-hmm. and all over the U.S. to share this message that without optimal oral health, these other health conditions such as stroke, heart attack, cardiovascular disease, arteriosclerosis, rheumatoid arthritis. I mean, I could go on and on for another five minutes of everything. Latest is not only Parkinson's, but Alzheimer's and prostate. I mean, they're all related. They all are connected. Mm -hmm. And my have times changed. That was 18 years, almost 17 years ago, excuse me, that I was able to share this message. And I've been able to ask so many dental colleagues such as yourself when I'm speaking at conferences, will you help me to conquer this disease process? It's not just oral disease, but it's putting a halt to systemic disease. And that's my long story of why I do what I do. Yeah, I love that. I had no idea, (laughs) you know. And that's why I love, so I... We talked initially about me being introverted, but this is this is the human connection that I love to hear. Like it Aww. just, I felt very touched by you sharing that with me, and that invigorates me as well to see, I see that it. you're doing that. You know, I see it in your eyes. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was very. It's it's amazing, and and until we, it's these type of conversations that we need to have more with one another. Yes, because one of the reasons why. Beyond the Profit to start it was for clinicians that felt burnout like I did just a few mm. years ago and was willing, was ready to call it quits. And sometimes we have to be reminded of stories like what you explained, your mother's life and, and why what we do is so important. Our contribution matters regardless of what it is or whatever you decide to pick and choose as being your, you know, mm-hmm. your passion. Right, right. You know? I mean, and I teach our clients, we start with our doctors, you know, one-on-one working with them because they need to be the leader, but they also need to understand their why because have you heard of that book, Your Why? Yeah, find Your Why. Yeah, yeah. Find, it, it's an amazing book, yeah. and I have a lot of exercises that I've created because of that because if we don't know our why, all we're doing is coming to work Yes. And it's day in and day out. We're just working yes. for the weekend. Yes. I'm telling you. And we, I've, I find so many people have lost not just their why, but who they are. You know, yes. we're walking around like, I don't like to use the word zombie, but we're walking around just doing these, our activities, mundane, mundane activities every single day. You go into work, you clock in, you clock out, and there's no real purpose to our life yes you know yes and you know i was that is so so great what you said profound because one of the things that i noticed with hygienists is when they've been with a practice for a long time and i just had an experience with this in a client office yesterday and i know i was in an office as a hygienist for 10 years and we get so caught up in our friendship with our patient that we forget you know we were looking at their par- most offices that we work with, their percentage of adults that they've treated for gum disease is very low. Maybe it's 20% when we really look at the number. Mm-hmm. And I want to help them help their patients to have a healthier mouth and body. Mm-hmm. And hygienists break down, literally, because they feel guilty And this goes way back to early in my career where hygienists that I worked with didn't want to tell the patient they had periodontal disease. 
aka mm. gum disease, because they felt bad for the patient having to pay what their insurance might not pay. Wow. And and we had a huge discussion yesterday as a team with our team, and we had crying. It happens that the hygienists are so torn about telling their patients what is really going on in their mouth. And why is it that dentists, dental professionals, are afraid to tell their patients what's going on? If you go to the doctor, Jasmine, and I use this, sorry to be TMI maybe, but women, we get a pap smear. Mm -hmm. And if you go get your pap smear, if you have abnormal cells, does your OBGYN or your physician who did the pap smear is reading the lab test, do they not tell you that you have abnormalities in this pap smear and that you need to see them again or you need to have a surgical procedure. I mean, why they is never it, question it. Why is it that us in dentistry, why do we feel like we shouldn't tell our patient because it might hurt their feelings or hurt their pocketbook? What that is, is the disconnect here? Yes, that is powerful. Wow. Wow. And we would expect them to. Absolutely. We don't care what the insurance cost would be because you know you want to know what happens if your abnormal cells in your pap smear or the abnormality in your mammogram if those abnormalities they don't go away you can't put a band-aid on it and it's the same thing with bleeding gums yeah why would we as a hygienist accept somebody to have bleeding gums right why do we think that's okay right right absolutely it's not okay (laughs) and I mean, that is something that I hope that there's enough people that will listen and hear this. They will. We need to have that reminder. We really need to have that reminder. So there was something that you had brought out that was very, very um, cool, in my opinion, because I'm techie. (laughs) Your DPU, your Dental Practice University. Thank you. Um, I think dentistry, this is my opinion, (laughs) is far behind in their use of things that I see in other industries. Absolutely. Spot on. Which is why I've created what I've created. Yes. Because I've learned from those forms of technology from home. I'm a mother, you know. I've got, it's hard, you know, being able to travel and do all these things. I've had to learn a lot of what I've learned from home. So please, tell us. Just from hearing your passion and just what you talked about, I already know. I haven't even seen it yet. The Dental <laughs> Practice University, I know you're shutting it down, and it's probably it's going to be phenomenal or is phenomenal. Please tell us, what is it? So what it is is we've always had a web portal of online information for our clients, and I'm thinking, why not share this with the entire world? So we are putting together all, our informa- all my information, and we have a team of consultants. They'll be putting out their information as well. And it's DPU, Dental Practice University. You can actually grab one of our free resources under dentalpracticesolutions.com, the free resource section, and there's Boost Your Hygiene Profitability. There's a, there are two pieces of free information on your hygiene department at the top of the drop-down. And the handout in that webinar that is included in the five-day program online, that's free. But we, in the handout, it gives you access to DPU, for $9.99 for two weeks. And there's a wealth of information that you get just in the two weeks. But then there's a membership, just like Amazon has a membership and Netflix has a membership. Mm-hmm. We have a membership too. I and love you that. get three of your team members. Uh, it goes Right now it goes up to $79 a month after the two weeks. 
but there's a wealth of information for every person on your team because we are hygiene focused, but we take an integrative approach with the entire team. Yes. So you'll find trainings on there, video modules that are 15, 20 minutes, and you'll get like, I think, eight modules to watch with your team, plus, you know, implementation guides. And you're, if you pay for just three, you can upgrade to pay a smaller amount for each other additional team member, but you get 16 AGDC credits for three people with a $79 membership, and then it goes, I think we're charging like maybe $20 a month for each additional person. But it's at your fingertips that you can use it. There's no reason why you can't elevate your practice and elevate um, just, I love the word that you use, you use integrative. Yes. And it's just like the human body. We have the heart, we have we have cardiovascular system, we have the respiratory system, yeah. we have the digestive system, but we all, all of those systems have to work together Absolutely. for our body to function. Yeah. Why are we not functioning like that in dental practices? You Absolutely. Know? And the, the hygiene department is like the blood vessel of mm-hmm. this integrative system, mm-hmm. but we've got to work together and we have, we help you fine tune your orchestra. Yeah. I love it. So definitely for anyone, um, if you go to dentalpracticesolutions.com, go to the free resource, please take advantage of it. Even if you are just like uncertain of whether or not this is um, something that you have time for, here's a great thing. With On Demand, you can select your time. You can. You can do a small little bit here and a little bit there and then be able to come back when it's necessary. Yes. And I think that's wonderful that you've created that and you have also are willing to open it up to everyone. You yeah. know? I yeah. mean, there's no... When people give so that others can grow in a large way, I mean, there's nothing going to be... It's going to be nothing but blessings from that, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 That's so, my legacy. <laughs> yes! I love it! I love it! Um, we're, we're, like, harmonizing over here. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We just met, but, yeah. like, we... Um, I think it was there's a divine intervention for us meeting today. Yeah, absolutely, because that's everything that I'm doing. I think for all of us, every everything that we put out is our legacy. Yeah. And I think it's wonderful yeah. that you've done that. All right, so tell the listeners where they can contact you, how they can find out more about you. Oh, well, if this is of interest to you, and Jasmine and I just realized that we're like two peas in a pod. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we would love to help your team optimize your systems with the blood vessel of your practice being the hygiene department and we optimize your systems and we'd love to talk to you it's admin at dentalpracticesolutions.com and kate is our office manager it's 949 area code 351-8741 and she would be happy to schedule just 15 minutes for us to chat and then you know where to find our online modules go to our free resources and you'll get an introduction there Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Debbie. Jasmine, it has been such a pleasure. You're highlighting my day. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the show. We value each and every one of you. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on beyondtheprofi.com. If you found value in the show, Share with a friend and leave us a review. We will see you next time, BTP family.